We just got done recording with Kira McKechnie. She's a former collegiate softball player and the head softball coach at Christian Brothers. And she was also the 2015 Female Athlete of the Year um, by Character Combine. And I loved her. I just, I wanted to talk to her forever. I feel like that episode just flew by. She just had a lot of really good things to say. And I had commented at the end, you know, just kind of telling her like, yeah, like you're young because she just graduated college, but she has all this coaching wisdom in her, like she's been coaching for years. And so it was just a really, I just, I enjoyed talking to her. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I really enjoyed uh, having that conversation with her. And I completely agree. I think it was midway through the conversation, this like light bulb just popped in my head. Not even a light bulb, just this thought popped in my head. That's like, oh yeah, she feels like she's been coaching for a while. Like she just has that kind of coaching soul. And we had talked to her a little bit about how much passion she has for the game, how much she, how much passion she has for her athletes. And like, you can just tell that she's going to be a coach that's going to fight for her athletes and has, is always going to have her athletes best in mind. And, uh, and she's just starting and I I can just, I just feel like I can tell that she's going to have a really, really solid um, coaching career just based on all of the things that we learned about her and that she shared in this interview. So um, yeah. And like, and like you mentioned, she was a 2015 female athlete of the year at one of our events back in the day. So, um, she's obviously just a really solid person too. So, and we found out that she's, she's trying to become a, uh, elementary school teacher. So the fact that she's going to be influencing young lives at that level, and then also coaching high schoolers is pretty cool. This is definitely the kind of person you want around, um, your young, your young students and your young yeah. athletes for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think you guys will have a good uh, listen, listening to this episode. And of course, you're going to hear my, me and Josh and I just being, you know, ridiculous and lots of nonsense going on. But Kira was a good sport. So anyway, enjoy this episode. Yep. that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if you guys don't know that at this point, then uh, yeah. you haven't it's, been listening very closely. Right. Because I can't speak for Deb, but I'm a moron. So <laughs> yeah, just well, and I messed up all the time. So it's all good. We're very professional. That's like our tagline. We're professional. Yep. But luckily, we have amazing guests come on here, so it's all good. They get to they mask help. our mistakes. They help balance us out. Oh no, no, not even balance us out. Just hide every mistake that oh, we make. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so, enjoy this episode. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Bye. Now it is time. Now it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Combine. Character Combine. Yeah. Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. And I am Deb McCollum. And today's guest is a former college softball player, the head softball coach at Christian Brothers High School. And she was actually the 2015 Female Athlete of the Year for Character Combine. Kira McKechnie, what's going on? Hi, how are you guys? Good. We're good. good. Thanks good, for being good. here. Yeah, of course. I'm excited. It's, you know, kind of coming full circle here, you know, since being at the presentation of my award and here I am now a couple years later yeah exciting stuff it was really cool and I I couldn't remember I had to um I had to go to your bio I think it was on Fresno State's 
website. I had to go to your bio there to find out which mm-hmm. year um, we gave you that award, but 2015. So um, who, yeah. was, who was the athlete? I know there was a female athlete and then a male athlete. Do you remember who the male athlete was? It was Justice uh, Shelton oh, Mosley. So Justice. yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah. So I saw he was featured on here a yeah. couple weeks ago, yeah. I think. So yeah, so he was the male recipient. So we got to meet and stuff and that was cool. And look at him now. <laughs> He's doing some big things now. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, he is. That's awesome to see for sure. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, I don't know if you've listened to the show before. You don't have to answer just in case you haven't. Okay. It won't hurt our feelings. <laughs> we don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> but uh, Deb likes to start our guests off with some warm up questions. So are you ready? All right. You ready? ready? Okay, yes. let's do it. They're not, to, they're not supposed to be difficult, but you know, sometimes the oh, last Oh gosh, one. all right. Okay. <laughs> Gotta start you off with the difficult questions. Um there's three of them. There's three all of right. them. The last one I always ask all of our guests. Um it's kind of like my signature question, but um that's the last one. So anyway, the first okay. one. Um if you are stuck on a deserted island for one week and you can only bring three things what would it be? It's like the classic desert island question. Oh gosh. Three things. Just three um, things. Man, that's hard. I would bring really putting me on the spot. I never get asked this question surprisingly. So I don't really think about it. I try not to make it difficult. Like seriously, I when know. I write questions, I'm like, oh, that's easy. But then when I ask them, I think to myself, oh wait, I don't know. I think it's I would have I write. Answering that too. It's actually harder than you think. Um, <laughs> I would probably go with definitely a book probably to keep me entertained. What book? I'm not sure. Um, Probably a uh, hmm. Am I allowed to bring like water and food? Is that is that yeah. does that count as one of the okay? Yeah, Can yeah. I like a combination to like yes. water and water slash food? Yeah, maybe like <laughs> right. how about like a sack? How about like a backpack of snacks and food? Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll say that. Nice. That's a good okay. Thing, I'm helping you out. <laughs> <laughs> and. Probably, huh? So you have Man. something to entertain you with, and then you have yes. like food and water in like your little backpack sack. I'm trying to help her too. I'm trying to think what else is like an essential, like something that would like really help with like survival. What about like like, like a just like a big old pocket knife or something? I don't yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah. A, yeah. Pocket knife. I would say <laughs> so that way I can build stuff. You know, I'm not yeah. very like pocket knife savvy, but <laughs> I would figure it out. How about a samurai sword? There we go. Yeah, something to cut. Like bit. <laughs> Josh says no. You know, I don't. I don't be, no, Josh, what's wrong <laughs> with the samurai sword? I think a knife would have been fine. I don't know if a samurai sword is necessary, but that's fine. It's, yeah. It Pocket works. knife is more like you can carry it easier, probably. You know, it's not so. too much of a threat. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. I think you would. That's just. I think that that you would survive good with those items. Thank so, you, uh, thank you. I put a lot of thought into it. I was actually thinking the opposite. I don't want to be rude to our guests, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like this might be a struggle. So let's hope <laughs> you're, not, you're never in that situation. That'd be a good thing to see. Yes, let's that. really hope that that does not happen. <laughs> Josh, what would you bring? I'm just curious. Oh, I don't know. It's not my. It's not my question. I, I, um, I'll be. I wouldn't survive either. Okay. <laughs> I'd be okay, in trouble. I'll be honest about that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. I, would to, I would look for uh, Kira's samurai sword and hope for the best. Oh yeah. There you- <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Okay. This next one is hopefully easier. Hopefully. <laughs> if you could be an animal for one day, what animal would you be? Any animal. Um, see, I'd probably... Honestly, a dog. I feel like dogs have a pretty, like, solid lifestyle. You know, just sleep. You get spoiled by your owners and just yeah. no worries. You just get to, you know, you get fed and pampered and all that. That's true. Sounds like a pretty good life to live. That's, good. That's a good <laughs> That's, choice. Yeah. Thanks. I have, I have a 14-year-old Queensland, and I'll talk to her, and she, I swear, she'll, she knows what I'm saying. And she no. <laughs> And she's staring at me and I'm just like, what are you, I'm like, what are you thinking when I'm talking? Right. I know. That's what I wonder. I've like, we have like a little tiny, like chihuahua mix. We don't really know what he is exactly, but like, he'll like look at us or like bark to us. And like, we're like, are you talking to us? Like, what are you trying to say? Like, I don't know. Like, I just wonder what goes through their head, honestly, but they got it pretty easy. So (laughs) it's pretty good. That's a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. (laughs) I also Thank like you. to joke that my dog used to be a human in another life because she, <laughs> she thinks she's a human. She will. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I believe it. Just the way she behaves. Anyway, <laughs> well, talk about my dog all day long. Aww. Josh knows I could talk about myself and my stuff all day long. This is why. I'm <laughs> Don't get yeah. me started with my indoor soccer team either. Yeah. <laughs> do you, Kira, do you play soccer at all? No, I played way back when I was little, but same with I'm me. not a big soccer person, honestly. Yeah, but neither am I. Sorry, Deb. You're not just, yeah, sorry. But, <laughs> but no, like, I'm like, here, I'm like, I, I pitched in junior college softball. I was a pitcher. Oh, and so, okay. and then as an adult, I transitioned into soccer just naturally. So I, think I will was- say women's soccer is very interesting to watch. I will say I do enjoy, like, college especially. Like, I would go watch, like, our college women's soccer team. They were pretty, pretty intense to yeah. watch. So that was fun, but yeah. I'm sure Not watching Deb is the same thing. <laughs> no, it's even better because okay. it's indoor soccer. And you see me tackle girls and you see me push them right. Oh yeah, I've like, heard indoor soccer is... It's better. Know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, here, here's the problem. This, this podcast has become this platform for Deb to build up this weird uh, indoor <laughs> soccer cult. That she's yeah. got going on. So, yes. her secret way of advertising for it. Exactly. Oh, it's not even a secret anymore. She just comes <laughs> out and says it. It's, right. it's very embarrassing. So, I'm sorry that we you have to deal with this. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> one episode, Kira, I got carried away and I told like all of our listeners where I was playing, what time I was playing. Oh, my gosh. On, like all that stuff. And Josh is like, you probably shouldn't have advertised that. But I'm like, yeah, okay. you know. No. <laughs> Make no it public information. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, the problem is the one person you don't want to show up is going to be the one that shows up. It's like, we don't have that many right. listeners, but you know, enough. To right. Yeah. Private. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. We'll, we'll stop torturing you with all that. But <laughs> last, the last question. So I ask all of our listeners this. Um, so I'm, I love music. Um, just music just speaks to my soul. And mm-hmm. um, I think I can sing great naturally when I'm alone, but so I just, right. anyway, music is great. And so I'm always in, I'm always curious to know what is everyone's like, I call it a life song. So if you could think of a song 
that speaks to you either, I don't know, throughout your life or maybe in the, like, in the season of, look at her, she's getting stressed I don't know your expression right now. Oh, man. <laughs> Just think of a song oh. that comes to your head that's like, yup, that's my song, that's my jam for maybe just today or maybe your song yesterday, something that just really speaks to your soul. They call it a life song. I love music too. I'm big into country music. I'm on my phone now, like pulling out my playlist and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Let me, yeah, let me kind of, you know, do some research, scroll through a little bit. I'm a huge Luke Combs fan. So that's kind of what's, what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Hmm. And it depends on your mood, right? It's like, am I? Yes, like, that is true too. It it changes. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot, you know. So I'm gonna pull up the lyrics on some of the songs. Yeah. Sometimes it's like I have a song for my running. Like if I'm in the mood to work out, and I have a song for just oh, yeah. if I'm, you know, irritated at Josh. She listens to that one a lot. <laughs> It just oh, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah well we, we've even had um who was it i think michelle dapper was like oh my gosh i can't i don't know i can't decide i gotta get back to you guys and then so after the episode i think it was like two days later she like dm'd us and she's like here's my song and like and she finally <laughs> like later i think <laughs> i got song. it oh nice <laughs> okay well there, okay okay i'll just for now i'll say last time for everything by brad paisley Cause that song, okay. like there's a small, like he talks kind of about like putting your Jersey on for the last time. And it's just kind of like those little moments that like, you don't really like think about, but it's like, you know, they get here so fast and like, yeah. there is a last time for everything and you know, yeah. not to take stuff for granted. And I remember, and then another song too, I know like, you know, you said one, but is five more minutes. Yeah. I think it's, um, Scott, Scotty McCreary, I think Oh, that song yeah. It, I heard it a lot during my senior year of softball and like every time I hear it there's that one part and it like makes me tear up every single time I'm just like dang like I miss playing and you know it's like yeah. you just want five more minutes to be back on that field again so mm, that's I'll go with, yeah one of those two ones yeah for sure see that was good that was, that yeah was that was a lot easier than the, yeah. <laughs> the first one <laughs> <laughs> the first one desert island one that's a tough I one. know I was it was <laughs> It's okay. At yeah. least maybe between the three of us, hopefully we would survive on a desert. Hopefully, yeah. Josh I would not be the one. I wouldn't either. Not. Good luck, Deb. <laughs> yep, to me. I got I you know. guys. <laughs> well, you, Kira, you survived the warm-up questions. Which awesome. Well done. Those are some intense warm-up questions. <laughs> we, don't, we don't mess around here. The rest of this will be I know. We promise. Yeah, no jo- <laughs> all right, good, good. Yeah. So we start off with the same question for all of our guests, and that is um, just tell us a little bit about your athletic and coaching background and how you basically got to this point in your life. Um, so softball, obviously, has been my number one sport since I was like – five years old. Um, I started pitching when I was seven, um, just obviously stuck with it my whole life. Um, pitched, um, actually in high school, I wasn't technically known as a pitcher. Um, I didn't throw a lot until my senior year of high school. Um, so I got recruited through my travel ball program. I went to a camp. It's called on deck. Um, they're a pretty well-known softball organization. They run a lot of camps. Um, I got, or I was seen by coach Ford, um, who was at Fresno State at the time. Um, I went on an unofficial visit and 
I committed, I believe, a week or two later. Um, and yeah, so then played high school softball, um, varsity all four years, and then I played basketball as well. Um, I played JV basketball my freshman year and then varsity my sophomore, junior, senior year. Um, it's weird. I was actually like, I think more known for basketball than high school than I was for softball, which is kind of like ironic considering my career, how my career ended up. Um, but yeah, and then I, I played volleyball too in my freshman year of high school. I was on the JV team, but due to like softball recruiting and stuff, I couldn't, I didn't really have time to continue playing. Um, but I do love volleyball. I think it's very fun to watch. Um, and then I graduated from Christian Brothers um, and went to Fresno State. I uh, went there for two years. Um, my second year, we got a new coach um, and it just wasn't the right fit for me. Um, and so I then transferred uh, to the University of Texas, El Paso. Um, got a ton of innings there. So my junior, my senior year, uh, played there. Um, and now, so I graduated in December because transferring ruins your credits, especially when you're transferring out of state. So I lost a lot of credits transferring, so I was a little off track. Um, so yeah, I graduated in December um, with my bachelor's in multidisciplinary studies. And um, I actually had interviewed for the Christian Bose coaching job um, while I was still in El Paso. So I believe it was September. Um, I applied, you know, because I was like, I'll just see. Um, I honestly didn't have a lot of like coaching team experience, but I had worked a lot with girls one on one. I always did lessons throughout my um, college career. I ran some camps here and there. Um, so I was very familiar with working with younger ages. Um, and so, yeah, I interviewed for the job, uh, called a couple weeks later, offered the position, and I was obviously more than excited to take it. And so I got back in December and, you know, I got right to work, um, getting all the paperwork and stuff done. And yeah, so then, you know, started coaching and then obviously very short in season, but I'm actually now pursuing my master's and my teaching credential um, to hopefully become a elementary school teacher so I'm actually starting that next week or this week tomorrow actually um so yeah that's kind of where I'm at right now that is awesome so I already have like a thousand questions for you <laughs> I do too no problem <laughs> um really quick though um I'll go first Josh and I will go back and forth but like all right so elementary I just God bless you, elementary teacher. <laughs> I, I, have I don't, heard that a lot. I well, like, so I love little, I love the littles and mm -hmm. um, I've trained the littles before with just like strength and conditioning and they're the best. I taught, right. elementary, I taught elementary PE for just like a hot minute, you know, half, okay, like, yeah. like four months, <laughs> but <laughs> I just like, cannot, I just, I can't keep them corralled together. I don't know how to talk to them. I don't, yeah. I'm very, sarcastic and they don't understand me <laughs> so I, do better, I do better with the older kids but, right. uh, but anyway the littles are so sweet but I'm always like oh my gosh you elementary teachers thank goodness like I just there's no way so that's yeah. awesome yeah thank you yeah I just if figured like go ahead no, I was gonna say. I guess I didn't have a question. I guess I just wanted to say. Oh, you just wanted. To say <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Well, you go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say like. I've just, you know, obviously with you know, three younger siblings, so just kind of I've always been around like a young child. And so I just feel like, you know, I've obviously gotten very used to it. 
and I am very familiar how to work with them, what works with them, what doesn't work with them. You know, obviously every kid's different. Um, and then I just feel like at that age, like it's a like, it's like a crucial time for them to like, you know, they're very impressionable. So you want to be like that good role model for them. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just love little kids. Like whenever we would do like camps and stuff in college, like I just had so much fun working with them. And I just think that it's like a really good time to like, it's a good age to teach because, you know, they're still young and like innocent and you're able to kind of help shape you know, that school, like what they view about school, you know, at a young age, which I think is important to do. So that's kind of why, like, I wanted to get into elementary school. So, yeah. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, because they're super impressionable at that age, too. Yes, very, very. <laughs> well, I think it's, that's really dope, too, because if you think about it, you're going to be influencing young people on both ends of the spectrum, right? You're going to be coaching right. in the afternoon, but then yes. during the day, you're going to be coaching young kids. So you have an influence on like even more, like even more kids than you would have if you were just coaching or if you were just right. coaching at that school that you were, you know, or teaching at right. the school you're coaching at. So that's really cool. Um, yeah. And we just had uh, coach Kurt Hines, who's a coach down in, he's a football coach in Coronado and oh, okay. he's, he does the same thing. He, he's like this big guy, big football coach, but he coaches high school. But then uh -huh. he teaches, I think, fourth grade. Is that right, Deb? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what grade level. I think you're right, but it's elementary for sure. He teaches. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's pretty cool when you guys do that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely uh, shout out to you for being willing to do that <laughs> for <you>. sure. <laughs> um, so I'm curious. So you had mentioned that when you, you transferred from Fresno to um, Texas, El Paso, um, I'm always curious when athletes do that transfer because mm -hmm. you get so close, especially once you hit like high school and then college. I feel like the higher levels you go, the closer you get to your teammates because um, mm -hmm. you're around them even more. Right. And so, right. Yeah. How difficult was it to make that transfer as far as, you know, leaving your teammates? Right. It was honestly very, very difficult. Um, I was in a position where I, with softball, I was very unhappy. Um, and I knew that there wasn't a lot of like softball playing opportunity left for me in Fresno if I were to stay. But because of my friends that I built and the relationships I built, I almost stayed because I didn't want to start over because, you know, and my best friend to this day, like, you know, she finished out at Fresno State. We still stay in touch. So, which is like, I'm really happy about. Um, but that was honestly like, the most difficult part about leaving because I felt like, you know, like I, part of my life, you know, was there and all the relationships I built. Um, so that was on it. That was the most, that was the most difficult part about leaving for sure. But like, thankfully I've honestly, I've kept in touch with most of them. Um, I still talk to them here and there. And then my close friends that I did have and my roommates and stuff, we, we talk pretty often. Um, so that's, I'm really happy about that. So that was good. Um, but yeah, that was definitely the hardest part is leaving those relationships behind and not seeing them every day. And, you know, but it all yeah. happens for a reason. So, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> no, I can't even imagine. And I feel like it was when you were sharing that part of your story, I just, I always think about that because I feel like that's one of those things that you don't hear very often when an athlete transfers to a different school, you hear mm -hmm. about, you know, you think about, Oh, why did they transfer? Was it an issue with the coach or was it an issue with playing time? All that stuff. You don't really think about the fact that, Oh yeah, you're leaving some of your closest friends. Right. Yeah. And then jumping into a completely different team culture. So when you mm -hmm. transferred, what was it like trying to integrate yourself into a new, you know, a new environment, a new team culture, all of that? 
Um, I mean, it was pretty. So the nice thing is when I went on my official visit to UTEP, um, I was able to meet some of the girls. Um, okay. So that was really cool. I um, had, you know, met with one of the girls and she was like, hey, like, you know, if you end up coming here, we are looking for a roommate. So we kind of like stayed in touch that way. Um, so it, it it was a pretty smooth transition because I did move in with the girls and they took me in, um, you know, pretty easily and it was pretty smooth transition. So I didn't struggle too hard with that. Um, uh, the only hard part was like, it was so far away from, you know, home, which I wasn't really used to. Um, but, you know, like I said, like they welcomed me in um, and I still talked to, you know, some of my teammates from there too. And we have a, a good relationship. So it wasn't, um, it wasn't like a too bad of a transition, honestly. Oh, good, good. Yeah, so, yeah. Because that could be super, super stressful, just like going through any change, but like, let alone, you know, right. going to a different it was, Initially, it was because like, I'm, I'm pretty introverted, like I'm not very like outgoing stuff. So for me to like, completely like change everything, not know anyone, like it was, it was stressful initially. But like I said, like, the teammates and the the athletic office too actually made it like a very easy transition. Like um, the one of the, I think he's an assistant athletic director. He like kind of helped me like get, you know, acquainted with different aspects, different people and stuff. So that helped a lot too. So yeah, it wasn't bad for an introvert like me. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's good. good. Yeah. Glad the transition worked out for you. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You mentioned in high school how you played all the, what you said you played basketball, softball, some volleyball. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed it. The, okay, so you're a multi so, yeah. right? So you're mm-hmm. a multi sport athlete in high school. So yeah. we've had Josh and I have had an episode where we've talked about multi sport athlete, you know, multi sport athletes versus single sport athletes, and just mm-hmm. nowadays, um, and just I, I used to coach softball at the high school I work at. Everyone is so it's more so integrating to the single sport. Um, yeah. So once they get to high school and they do all year mm-hmm. round, and, you know, they're trying to get their scholarships, which is totally, you know, understandable. That's how you get your, right. you know, most uh, high school students. And so what is your, I just want to know your take since you were a multi-sport athlete on, I guess, not which one is better, but like, what are, you know, what do you think the benefits are of being a multi-sport athlete? Um, yeah. Versus- sport athlete um it kind of well so for me personally I know that the coach that recruited me at Fresno liked that I was a multi-sport athlete um I think personally I think it's very beneficial um I think that you know like especially you know basketball soccer sports like that like you have to have a lot of athleticism I think and so that can transition into other sports obviously um I do hear like you know I think sometimes like people they focus so hard on like one sport and it's like, yes, that's a good thing. You want to get recruited by colleges and stuff, but I think it's also good to, and to kind of build that competitiveness too, you know, to play like another sport and stuff. I was, I still to this day, I'm super competitive. So like I was able to, you know, like constantly be playing a sport to keep me, you know, like competitive. Um, so I definitely think it's a good thing to be a multi-sport athlete. Um, I think, you know, the more athletic you are, the more versatile you are, just the better, you know, the more, um, the more you bring to the table overall, I think. Um, and 
I do hear like college coaches are like, well, I don't want you to play like you're going to get hurt or whatever. But I mean, you know, your odds of getting hurt just playing softball, you know, it's there's still the odds, you know, God forbid. But, you know, it's you can't really like live life scared. Like if you want to go play another sport, play another sport, you know, and like I support it fully. Obviously, with this upcoming season, it's a little different because of the format. Um, It's a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Um, so that will be very interesting to kind of see how that works out, but yeah, but yeah. So I think, yeah, go ahead, Josh. No, no, I, I have a couple of things. So first of all, I just want to go back to this whole survival game that or question you <laughs> asked earlier. Um, cause I do get the sense just talking to you that you are super competitive. So I actually changed my mind. I think you would survive. I think you'd be okay. <laughs> um, did, you, like, did you get that too? You get that sense too, Deb? Like, I just oh, yeah. feel like, oh, for like, sure. I'm just, if it, especially if it, yeah, no, if it were the three of us, I'd be like, okay, Carrie, you go first. Like, you guys, <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back here. <laughs> yeah, I'll follow, follow your lead. <laughs> I'm competitive, too, because obviously I talk about my indoor soccer, but it would be Kira go mm-hmm. first, and then we'll sandwich Josh in the middle. We'll, we'll watch him and protect him, and then I'll be in the yeah, back. Yeah, there Perfect. we go. Perfect. Yeah. I know, I'll probably, I would probably start calling you Coach Kira. That's at the end of the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah <laughs> no but yeah we, no, we appreciate your uh your thought on the the whole multi-sport thing because it does you know and, and you know this i think probably better than anybody especially with you know the ability to play uh, baseball or softball or like basketball um and there's mm-hmm. other sports too but you have the ability to play those sports basically all year round so i think the temptation to say hey, I'm just going to focus on this one sport because I can. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. fo- football, you really can't do that. Like, right, because it's like a year-round deal and it's, right. it's, you know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's almost like there's a greater temptation with certain sports because mm-hmm. the, opp- the opportunity is there. So it's like, well, if I can get better at this one sport, why not do it? But, um, right. you know, it just makes a lot of sense. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of things that go into it. But, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, the competitiveness that it creates, the the break that it gives you from another sport to prevent you from getting burnt out. Did you, did mm-hmm. you get burnt out with softball? Did I ever get burnt out? Yeah. Um, not, not, okay. I don't know. I thought <laughs> I did, but I didn't. Okay. I'm, I'm too competitive to get burnt out. <laughs> See, there you go. Honestly. <laughs> See, I kind of had that feeling because remember we had um, Ali Aguilar on. I was thinking that just now because she said the same thing. She's like, "Nope, I never." Yeah. never <laughs> I, I, I love softball, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah." Cool. Like, I feel like awesome. you just tell, right? Like you can just tell, yeah. like with certain guests, it's like, uh-huh. "Oh, I don't think she ever got burnt out." And even you're like, eh, "No, I didn't get burnt out." Yeah, but, yeah. I thought I did, but that, I know, like I, if I could, I would go play like the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. And I want to be around it forever. But yeah, definitely. Because like, you know, especially when you start at a young age, like it's hard. It's so hard. And I feel like especially nowadays, like it's changed a lot. And so like, yeah, if you start your kid too young, then it's like you have that risk of burning them out, you know? So it's like, you don't, you know, you have to kind of tread lightly when it comes to throwing your kid into sport and pushing them too hard. You have to find the right balance. But I mean, you know, hopefully people are just born with that competitive nature and they just, you know, want to keep getting better every single day, not allowing themselves to, you know, lose passion for the game. So, right. Well, I imagine, um, 
I don't think we talked about this last time, Deb, but I imagine that with, again, with a sport like baseball, because I played baseball in high school. I didn't play at, okay. the, at the levels you guys did. I barely played <laughs> in high school. But um, I feel like with baseball and, and softball, because they are games of failure, like you always hear talk about, I imagine mm-hmm. the, the ability to get burnt out is even greater with those sports, right? Because so you can oh, keep right, trying, yeah. trying, trying, but if you keep failing and you, it's, you know, I mean, it can get, I think, I imagine you can get burnt out really quick and the chances are greater with those sports. Right. So, yeah. To be aware of for sure. I know it's crazy to think about and people are and like, you never really like think about it until it's like put into perspective, but like failing in baseball and softball can be looked at as like a phenomenal, like hitting four out right. of 10 pitches. Like that's phenomenal, you know, and that's right. not even 50%. Yeah. So it's crazy. Like you just kind of have to learn that like, it's a game of failure. Like, you know, whether you're pitching, hitting, whatever, you know, it's like, you just kind of, you like get used to that idea and it just makes you want to do better. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just going off of what you just said. Um, um, you have a, you know, obviously you have experience just transitioning from the high school world of softball to Mm -hmm. the collegiate world. And then of course the transfer and you've already, you've already talked about some like good advice that could be given to young athletes. Is there anything else that you can think of that, um, young athletes who want to play at the collegiate level, like just that transition from the high school game to the college game. Cause that's a big step up depending on what, right. It's huge. Yeah. Um, I would just say, you know, like don't, don't walk into anywhere thinking you're better than anyone else on that team, especially right going up to the D one level, because there are, you know, 20 plus girls on that field who are just as good, if not better than you, Um, you know, and not that I was like cocky going into my freshman year, but you learn very quickly that like, you're the, what, small fish in a big pond, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, especially when you start competing and stuff, um, you know, and just being very, um, what's the word, just being determined and just, you know, keeping that love for the game, being open to learning new ways, new styles of coaching, um, learning the game and um, just mental toughness too is like another thing. Um, Just build like from even like in high school, like I think you just got to start working on that, building that up um, because it division one softball is a huge leap from high school. And it's like, you know, and training your body, you know, treating your body properly too is another thing because, you know, pitchers like you might be able to pitch five days five games in a day in high school but once you get to college like it's a whole it's literally a whole nother ball game like you're probably gonna pitch you know five innings until you start working your arm to you know pitch a full game or whatever so just Mm -hmm. taking care of your bodies making sure you do the workouts that they're giving to you ahead of time um just keeping your body in good shape um and yeah just eating well and yeah that's what i would biggest things for sure. And then, and then how different are the workouts from like when you did high school workouts to going just the condition? I'm always curious about the conditioning side of it. Um, just like, <laughs> because when I, train, well, like when I train some of my high school softball girls, I like have I'm like, you guys don't understand. Like you got, you guys aren't even finishing my workout and I'm not even, I'm right. not even level of training wise and so mm-hmm. try to explain to them and stress on them like if you guys want to play at the collegiate level you're yeah gonna to, you're gonna have to step it up so honestly like with as far as softball goes I didn't do a lot of conditioning or weights or anything I did more like conditioning and weights and basketball 
Um, obviously basketball, we ran all the time. Um, but softball, yeah, like I, it was never really like a primary focus, which I was always like, well, duh, like we barely run in softball. Why would you focus on that? Oh right? my gosh. My girls hate when I make them run. They're like, we're not, we're not long distance. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's just part of our workout. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've heard that too. But once you get to college, it's like, they don't care. Like you're going to, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to do just as hard as workouts. I will say my conditioning workouts at UTEP were a lot harder than the ones at Fresno. So that was interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Fresno, it was, it was definitely a wake up call my freshman year. I remember we did, um, we did shuttle testing. So it's 300 yard shuttles. And my first one ever was horrible like my time was terrible like it was like ridiculous and then we did like beat testing so it's like those fitness tests always like kicked my butt but yeah yeah so definitely definitely gotta be on top of the conditioning if you want to you know pass your fitness tests and all that and even my ones at UTEP like they were very difficult so definitely gotta stay on top of the conditioning it's very a lot more challenging than you might think for you know softball it's <laughs> good I just like to always ask the collegiate or former collegiate athletes so that the my high school people who are listening that they know they need yes to- yeah no they, definitely not a joke that's <laughs> <laughs> well, interesting too because I feel like over the years I've heard other softball players or softball coaches talk about how when they were in high school they didn't really do any kind of lifting program Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea why that is with softball? Because I, like, I've heard that's not the first time I've heard that. Honestly, I'm not sure. Because you would think I would say more heavily go like weightlifting, not heavy weights, obviously at, at high school level, but you know, kind of developing more strength. Because obviously, strength is a big component in softball. Sure. I'm not sure. I personally am trying to kind of like work that in now um, because I know when I was there, we never we never really did weights or anything. Um, I think personally, I think it's beneficial to kind of start learning the technique now that way, you know, when we do have girls who want to continue in college, they're not, you know, the last one finishing. They're not the last, the lowest weight on the team, you know, like they're starting to build those muscles now. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I'm not really sure why that is a thing. I don't think it should be. I think that, you know, we should get as much weight room time as any other sport. I think that we should put in those hours just like everyone else. Um, like, a, yeah, strength is a huge component to softball, and we should definitely, like, take that opportunity to take that time to get into the weight room or, you know, get that conditioning. Because endurance is another thing in softball that is very crucial. You know, it's hard to play all day in the sun, you know, especially because we're an outdoor sport. Um, you know, that drains you in itself, just being outside in the sun, even if you're just standing in the outfield or whatever. Um, so definitely building that endurance and stuff. But that's a good question. I honestly couldn't tell you, but – I have noticed that too. It's not a very common thing for softball teams to do. Yeah. Yeah. I was just curious. Like I said, it's just, it's, I've heard that. I mean, my wife being one of them when she was in mm-hmm. high school, um, she's like, yeah, we didn't really, we didn't really lift. And there was one year yeah. that she played, she had a, I think it may have been her sophomore season. There was a, mm-hmm. a coach that came in. And I think he was maybe like a, he coached like a soccer team at a pretty high level. And she's uh-huh. like, it was a different level of conditioning that he brought to the team. And she's like, yeah, the best shape of her life because it just was not what they were used to. Um, but she, right, said, yeah. she said the same thing. It's like, yeah, I just didn't really, we didn't really, you know, do the weights that much. We didn't do the, too much strength and conditioning. So I would just, and you don't yeah, even really curious. think about it. Like you're not really right. like, oh, I'm missing out. You know, it's just, that's just the way it was, you know? Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I did. Not that you asked for my two cents on this, Josh, but I, you're a softball player too. I don't this is like, know. This is the one time. Usually, I don't. I don't care, but this time I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I think. Well, and I'm just listening to your guys. You know, you know, Kira. You're like, I don't. I mean, I don't know. And for me, I'm definitely not at the level of like being a strength and conditioning coach as a lot of other people are. Have put in so much time and effort and like research and stuff. But I just, I, my simple belief is that everyone has different scientific philosophies as like, as to like what makes their bodies like better. <laughs> Josh is smiling. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's Josh is making, I know, I know. He's making fun of my answer. No. Um, so it's like, I know, I know. I know why you're smiling, Josh. And so um, it's just, you know, I mean, like for my girls, for example, like when I train them, it's that the high school that I was at or at, that I am at it's a simple fact that like, we don't have enough time. I'm like, I don't have enough time to train you the form and to kids are like, we want to do, a yeah. we want to see our difference. And I'm like, girl, like I'm training you for six weeks, tw- two times a week. You're not going to see much of a difference. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's like, and so that's like another thing too. Yeah. yeah. It's like the time span you have to work with them is like, yeah. it's pretty limited if you think about mm-hmm. it. Cause it's like, you know, right when it's time to like get into softball stuff, like you don't want to be, you know, lifting weights. You want to be, spending your hours and your minutes working on softball, you know, for that short amount of time. So that is another like good point is that, you know, you only have so much time. This isn't like college where you can go year round and, you know, yeah. So that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. But yeah, but same Josh, same. I'm like, even when I was in high school, like, I don't think we didn't lift. We didn't really do much. As I'm training my girls, I'm like, this is why we didn't lift. I don't have enough time with them. So we're mm-hmm. going to do sprints Makes and we're going to run and we're going to do the basics that we're going to do pushups. Right. Do some abs and stuff. And then that's, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That makes sense for sure. Um, so I'm going I'm to change directions a little bit. So I'm going to pair two of my questions together. So right. uh, first I want to know what is your most embarrassing softball story? And then uh, let's follow that up with your favorite softball memory. The most embarrassing softball story. Um, See, this is the problem know. with people that are really good. They don't have stories like that. This is how good is she is. No, like, I did not do anything embarrassing. embarrassing. I definitely have something. I went, yeah, I went four I for five. Some, like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Probably something like accidentally like let go of the ball like way too early and it like flew behind me or something. I've, Dude, I have a lot of those stories. Cause... <laughs> I did that. I did that too. That was one of my stories. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's probably so many of them. That's why I can't think of them, but definitely probably like throwing the ball behind me or falling on the field or something like that. I don't even know, <laughs> but I can't think of a specific moment, which I'm kind of sad about because that's not very, that's not very fun. <laughs> that's okay. That's a good um, thing. Like I said, that means you're really good and you don't have any. Or I, have, just I, I have like too so many, many. To pick from. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be laying in bed tonight and then she's going to open her eyes and be wide awake and be like, oh, I have it. And then she's yeah, going to be like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. But best memory. I have a couple. I would say, um, probably. Well, probably my most recent one would be going to the conference tournament. So we like clinched like the last game we needed to to like get our secure our ticket. That was super exciting because um, we hadn't done that in a couple years. <clears throat> and I was at UTEP. Um, 
that's probably yeah that's the most recent one then at fresno we won the mountain west um my freshman year which was also a super exciting moment and i'm gonna do a high school one too um i hit a walk-off home run against st francis and it was Ooh. like the best feeling ever oh, so nice so okay, yeah wait, so, and was what? it at st francis it, it was at cb Oh, okay. So I hit a walk off. So I pitched that cool. game, so I got the win too. So I was like, Yay. it was a great feeling because, you know, that rivalry is, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> it's For a good sure. victory when that it comes to awesome. that. So that's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. awesome. And then, um, yeah, that's well, and especially, and that's interesting too. Like, usually high school pitchers are just, they're just pitchers and they don't. Pitchers, play. yeah. 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 You don't see, I mean, I feel like nowadays it's actually like becoming more common. I feel like that dual threat kind of is becoming more of a popular thing, but I feel like, yeah, like when I was playing stuff, it wasn't super common to see a pitcher's hitting. And even in college, I feel like it wasn't like a very common thing to see. Right. Um, But I definitely think it's becoming more uh, common for that to happen, which I think is awesome. Like, I think if you can hit, like you can hit, let them hit, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, makes it even yeah. better. I, I got to hit at sure. UTEP actually, like oh. and pitch. So, nice. Yeah, so that was really cool. You know, I love hitting. I think it's so much fun, <laughs> especially when you hit a walk off, right? Yeah. Yes. Against exactly. your rival. Against your rival. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Best, against your rival. Time. <laughs> um, awesome. Kira, did you always know you wanted to go into coaching when your like collegiate career was over, or is that something that just kind of ha- you know happened towards the end? So there? it's kind of funny. So once when I was at CB, still, I told our athletic director, I was like, I'm gonna come back here and I'm going to coach at Christian Brothers. I'm going to run this program. We're going to get a championship. Like, it's going to happen. So I told – and I, it was, like, this ongoing joke, and I would always tell him, like, save a spot for me. Like, I'm coming back. And yeah. so, yeah, here I am now. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. That's and, I, really yeah, cool. it's the same athletic director and everything. So we have mm-hmm. that, you know. Yeah, wow. so – that's yes, so it cool. was. It was part of the plan. <laughs> well, this the stupid pandemic was not part of the plan. Like it was yeah. not. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's such a huge. Bummer. That's what we were talking to you about before we started recording. Was um, it's a bummer that we have to ask this question, but it is a you're in a really unique position because mm-hmm. you're just starting your coaching career and your very first season. You have yeah. to deal with this crap. <laughs> so. Yeah. I like, know. <laughs> I mean, I guess the, like the floor is yours. Basically, I don't know. I don't even really have a question other than like, how is that going? How are you staying connected with athletes? How are I mean, it's it's got to be a weird feeling. So, just what are your thoughts? Yeah. So, I mean, it just puts me in a very weird place because like I was looking, I was so looking forward to like, especially this last year to see like what we could do and like the talent we had. Um, I definitely think we would have you know made some noise in the Sacramento softball world. Um, so it was like it was pretty heartbreaking for me honestly to have to one just tell the girls like and tell my seniors like this is your last high school game you know like it's not an easy thing to do um I guess part of me right now like just with everything being so uncertain like it kind it's like it's like dang like am I not gonna am I gonna have a, a season you know like this year too and it's like obviously I'm praying and I'm really hoping that we're able to you know come around and pull through you know at least a couple games um but I've um, been reaching out, you know, there's a lot of freshmen signed up. So unfortunately, like, I don't have the opportunity to like be able to meet them face to face. As far as my returners, though, I do have a lot of um, girls coming back. 
Um, so I've been sending out emails like, you know, here's some workouts. There's this app that Christian Brothers just started using. Um, so I'm having them sign up for that. Um, you know, and it's all just kind of like waiting to see and hear kind of like what happened or what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely really hard. But when, you know, when everything first started happening, I was trying to like reach out to them, like, you know, every day, if not that, then every other day, once a week kind of thing, trying to, you know, keep that hope of like season coming back alive. Um, and I tried to, you know, have them like do like little homework assignments, try and work on like softball stuff. I made sure that they were putting in work outside of um, everything. So I would have them like, Hey, send me videos of you, you know, making yourself better somehow. And so they were all really good about doing that. Um, but then, yeah, like once <clears throat> school year ended, you know, obviously season would have been over by then. Um, it kind of like, stopped and uh yeah but now I'm trying to kind of work back into doing like at home workouts um obviously it's kind of hard to manage because I don't really know a lot of them and you know I don't know how many girls are going to be playing other sports you know in the same exact season that softball is going on um and I don't even think I sent out the season like schedule and like how the seasons are broken up but I don't know if all of them seen it if they know you know so I don't know. It's very, it's a very weird time to start coaching. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't even imagine. Um, yeah. Yeah. It just it got, it's gotta be a whirlwind for sure. And like you said, mm-hmm. being a, uh, being a, a former softball player and a collegiate softball player, you have such a, I always feel like when you play at those higher levels, you have such an intense passion for the game. So mm-hmm. I imagine the amount of empathy you have, like you said, for the seniors that are losing oh that class, like, yeah. I imagine that you're hurting just as much as they are because of oh yeah understanding what that feeling or I mean you know I can't even imagine I guess I can't even imagine yeah. what that would be like it was like I like I'll never forget like the most heartbreaking moment was we had just played Vista del Lago we lost to them but we had like we had a lot of errors so we should have won but anyway so that was like the last game that we played and my senior I guess someone told her that season was probably going to be canceled and she just like broke down and like I I got tears in my eyes because I was just like because I didn't know you know and like I couldn't really tell her anything to make her feel better because I didn't know and I didn't want to make any promises obviously and so that moment I was just like oh my gosh like I feel for you like if my senior season got taken away from me whether it was high school or college like I would be devastated you know because that's supposed to be like that's the season that you know you're supposed to make the most noise like you're supposed to go out with a bang and like they didn't really get that opportunity um but you know I made sure that both my seniors I was like you know if there's like a all league still or optimist game and list or whatever like I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for them and get them on there and I both I got both of them in onto the optimist game list even though obviously they didn't play but I was like you guys deserve as many accolades as you can get you know even in the shortened season um because yeah I mean that's what I would have wanted and it's definitely it's not easy it's not easy so yeah yeah. Yeah. That's well, a, yeah, such a huge bummer. But I will say this just in, in listening to you talk about, you know, your, your athletes, your passion for softball. Like I have no doubt that once you actually get to start your actual coaching <laughs> yeah. career, a full season, it's going to be, it's going to be really a really good career. I think, because you obviously have a, a ton of passion and the fact that you're willing to fight for your athletes as hard as you are. Um, I think it's a, definitely a good sign for things to come. So Thank hopefully you. that happens sooner rather than later. I know. Um, but, you know, along those same lines, you know, we talk a lot about the character comment about obviously coaches 
and their impact on athletes. And mm -hmm. during a season, and you know this better than anybody, during a season, you're actually seeing the athletes probably more than their parents are because you're around them yeah. so much. Um, right. So thinking back, we just have a couple more questions and then you are free. Oh, but, no, you're good. Um, <laughs> when, when, no, I thought, you, Josh, you told me that we had her for four hours. You're right. You're right. It's, uh, I thought it was all night, honestly. <laughs> oh, I thought it was an all nighter. So I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. That was, that, uh, that, uh, that Island survival game was actually a test. Like this is, basically, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're stuck on this zoom Island. With us yeah. This is <laughs> reality now. So I hope you have your samurai sword cause you're going to need it. <laughs> um, but no, no. So who's, so what teachers or coaches had a major impact on your life and have basically help shape the person you are today so my high school basketball coach ron gully um he's like the first coach every time that comes in the head comes in my mind um so my freshman year i actually didn't try out for basketball at all i was like man i want to play like it looks like too much running like whatever <laughs> so i was like sitting out in like the courtyard or whatever and he comes up to me and he's like you need to play he's like I'm not kidding. Like, we need you. You got to come play. Come try out tomorrow, and we'll put you on the team. And I was like, Ugh. so I like went home. I talked to my parents about it, and I was like, I don't know. And they were like, just, just go. So I went, and yeah, I mean, the rest is history. I obviously played all four years, but he was just like, he was a like a second father to me. Um, he was just like, he was super intense and like very hard coach not like a bad hard but like he pushed us very hard um but he also like at the same time like we knew that he cared for us um I still to this day like I keep in touch with him he actually gave me like a bunch of these like coaching books I don't know where they're at but he gave me like four coaching books last time I saw him he was like read all of these like these will be great for you and stuff so he just like the way he coached and like the way I knew that he cared about each of his players individually is kind of like how I want to be. I want my players to look back like years later and be like, dang, like he, like she did that for me. You know, like I want to be that coach for, you know, my girls going forward. Um, but yeah, he was just like, and I'm so grateful for him that he, you know, got me to play basketball because I met so many great people and obviously had a really good career. And then he, I got to, you know, play for him and, he got to coach me and definitely, definitely a, my favorite coach of all time, probably. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so I have another, another question. It's a random question, but based off something you said, and I just want to see if I'm, if I'm right about this, do you like, as a player, as an athlete, mm -hmm. do you, do you respond best to like a more intense coach? Um, yes. As long as there's a balance between the intensity yeah. and like, no, because I feel like there's, there's a very distinct difference. And it might be hard to see from like the outside looking in, but being intense by um, abusing your power, and intense by wanting the best for your players. Right. Um, I think and I've, I like kind of wrote a paper on this before, but I think that it kind of gets mixed up because you're trained to think like, well, you're an athlete, they're a coach, that's how it's supposed to be even though there is a very distinct difference and like you can feel it even though you might not know that's what it is, but yeah, there's a very, so I would say intense with knowing that they do care about you. I'm not saying like they have to like come hug you, but there's just a diff. I don't know. There's like a different feel to it. 
if that makes sense of that that yeah. intensity versus like abusing your your coaching power <laughs> oh for sure if you could send yeah. us that paper that'd be awesome because we can do that for like a whole podcast <laughs> yeah. i mean deb like you don't have to think yeah. about anything that week. It's like, hey, this is a great paper. We're just going to read it and then we're done for that episode. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so no, I was just curious. It just like getting to, getting to know you a little bit right now, it seems mm-hmm. like um, you would, it seems like you have the personality that would respond to an intense coach. But like you said, an appropriately att- intense coach, yes. not one that yeah. is Yeah. like, we've talked about this before on the show. It's like, there's intense meaning like, I'm just angry at everything yeah. and I'm going to take yeah. it out on it, whoever's closest. And unfortunately that's right. your athletes sometimes. And then there's intense where it's like, no, I'm going to, you might, I might get loud. I might get intense. And I'm going to push you, but understand mm-hmm. that everything I'm doing is because I love all of you and I want the best. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But I do yeah. think there's, yeah. I think you're right. I think sometimes that does get uh, misconstrued and confused. Mm-hmm. So yes. anyways, yeah. that was a, you know, a sidetrack. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> We're very professional, Kira. We don't, we don't get sidetracked often. <laughs> All the time, we do. Yeah, yeah I, had to re- I had to redo her intro because I, I screwed up the intro for Kira. So, <laughs> that was great. We, we, we let All people right. know, so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we, we tell people, yeah, we messed up. Yeah. Yep. All right, you got to own it. You got to own it. Absolutely. We agree. So, well, hey, before we, um, before we get you out of here, the last question that we like to ask and end with is, uh, what is character and why is it so important? Character is, I think, kind of just who you are, what you kind of bring into people's worlds that you meet. I think that it's, um, you know, you can be a light in someone's life. You can be that positive role model. And I think that all falls back to what your character is. Um, and then, wait, what was the second part of the question? <laughs> uh, why, why is it important? Oh, it's important because, oh. like I said, like... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 gonna go to our blooper reel. So just so you know, <laughs> for our listeners, her laptop just kind of fell a little bit. We just have to tell them why we're laughing. Sorry, go ahead. Whoops. Um, I mean, yeah, like it's it's important because you can be that positive role model in someone's life, or you can have like a negative effect. So obviously, the better your character is, the more of a positive impact you'll have on someone's life. Um, so yeah, just kind of what you what exudes off of you i think that's the right word i hope yeah. so otherwise that'd be embarrassing yeah. so what is it um uh just yeah so kind of what you just bring to the table like when you meet other people and you know like a lot of, i hear a lot of people say like when i meet someone i want them to be better than i want to make them better than when they than before they met me um so i think that go, goes into character too so yeah yeah Love it. Yeah, that was that's great. great. Yeah, great. no, you explained that sure. very well. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were the computer drop. You, you, that I, was, uh, yeah. That was I very didn't good. Me. Yeah. No, like, a, like a true athlete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> true athlete. Right. It's my most embarrassing moment. You can, you can use that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That was great. Well, Kira, it was really so nice having you on here and, I, you just, I know, I know you're, you know, you're young, but you have this like wisdom of just like someone who has coached for many, many, many years from everything. Yeah. You've Thank you. Out. That's Appreciate. really, that's yeah. very thoughtful. And that's yeah. awesome to hear from you guys. Thank you. Yeah. We appreciate everything that you're providing for our listeners. So 
Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. Like I said, really cool to come full circle and, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Back talking to Character Combine. Yeah. Yeah. We're always uh, (laughs) happy to connect with you. So we want to make sure everybody else can connect with you as well. Um, Where can they follow you on social media? Where can they follow your team? All that stuff. So my softball team Instagram getting a little cough there Uh is just cbhs softball no worries it's just because i need some water (laughs) (laughs) we're making her that's the instagram (laughs) (laughs) um i do have two instagram pages one's my personal page and then one's my coaching page coaching page is just coach kira mckechnie um personal page is just underscore kira mckechnie for those that don't know it's k-i-r-a-m-c-k-e-c-h-n-i-e i don't have twitter deleted that um but our cv softball page does have a twitter and that is let me get it up uh that is also at cbhs softball so there is our social media that i run and yeah awesome, awesome. Deb, where can they follow us oh sorry go ahead oh i was gonna i was gonna see if you i was gonna ask you josh where can they follow us since you're the one who always asks me that question i'm gonna quiz you okay sounds good so (laughs) i've gotten pretty good at it because deb missed like eight episodes in a row not a big deal so anyways so you can follow us on twitter at sports character at character combine on instagram character combine on facebook uh character combine media vault on youtube where you can find some pretty cool clips from past events that we had done with uh, different motivational speakers and that's pretty much it uh we're not going to do tiktok because i think it's stupid and uh, <laughs> oh, no. isn't tiktok is like being banned or something that's what my oh, high school hopefully yeah Ugh. what was that again he said it again like loud in the mic hopefully <laughs> Man, I got my little sister. She's like doing the little dance moves all the time. And wait, wait, well, you know what's funny? So, like, really, well, like, sorry. Here is our. We're very professional, Kira. Here's our sidetrack. <laughs> but like, I was asking my high school kids because we're on Zoom now, right? With distance learning, oh, right? I'm like, okay, raise your hand if you've done like TikToks over the summer, and like, only like five of them did. And I have a class of 45, and I'm asking them, "That's surprising." Yeah, and I'm like, "Is TikTok not a thing anymore?" And they're kind of just like, mm, "We're kind of over it." Like even my oh. high school kids, are like, mm, eh. I'm wondering I if it's it was like, just the littles, like the little ones. Maybe, like, yeah. I mean, my sister's in high school, and she's still. Oh. I'll just see her prop her little camera up, and she's like, <laughs> doing her little dance moves. I'm just yeah. like, what are you doing? So I don't uh, know. I hope it falls out of style because I'm sick of it. I, <laughs> I'm completely with you. I, okay, so here's the thing. I don't want to end this way. Sorry, Deb. <laughs> but I just want to point out. So Kira does not like the indoor soccer stuff that you do. She also hates TikTok. Kira, I just want to put it out there. Would you like to host a combine podcast with me? <laughs> Just replace Deb. It's okay. I already gave him my two weeks a long time ago, so you can. Uh, (laughs) She doesn't mean it. We're almost at a hundred episodes, and she said that like episode two. Oh yeah, you're you're locked in for life. So, (laughs) Uh, basically, that means Kira doesn't want to do a podcast with me. I know that meant. That's (laughs) fine. (laughs) Hey, if it was the three of us, I'm in. I'm in. (laughs) Oh, you shouldn't have said that. I mean, she doesn't. (laughs) That'd be it'd be pretty (laughs) probably sidetracked conversation, and we probably wouldn't get a lot. (laughs) You're absolutely right. (laughs) Not much would get done. No way. So, well, hey, once again, thank you so much. Oh, go ahead, Deb. Good. 
Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say thank you for listening to our nonsense, Kira. Of course. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so, this so was thank really you. fun. I'm glad. I'm glad that we got to do this. So yeah. yeah, we are too. So thank you so much again. And then good luck with this, uh, with everything that's going on in this crazy upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We'll need it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See ya. Thanks, All right. Bye. Bye.